Hey everyone, Dave Stahoviak with the fourth lesson in this course on how to engage your audience. Applications are open to the Coaching for Leaders Academy through Friday, September 10th. Details are at coachingforleaders.com slash academy, but you already knew that, right? If you want to access this free audio course permanently, go over to coachingforleaders.com and set up your free membership. Okay, here's the fourth lesson. Ensure you are heard. As you'd expect, an important part of engaging your audience is being heard. Now, I don't mean in how you're saying things and the way you craft your message. Those are really important, of course, and you've heard a bit about that in the last two lessons. I actually mean being physically heard by other people. Even before the COVID pandemic, this was one of the most common things I would end up coaching people on when I used to teach presentation and speaking courses. In the 15 years I taught those courses, I twice ran into someone who was too loud. But every single day, I'd run into people who weren't loud enough, and as a result, weren't being heard. And now, since so many more people are working virtually, I often run into issues where people don't have a good audio setup on Zoom or Teams or whatever other video conferencing platform they're using. And while the audio quality is okay for most everyday uses, it's not ideal sometimes if you're facilitating a large event or if you're presenting to a customer or maybe making a proposal to an executive leadership team. Those are the things that I call high visibility, high profile moments for you as a presenter. And you don't want to have poor audio quality being a barrier for you. There's a ton I could say about leveraging your voice when presenting in person, but since I think in some ways online is a bit newer and thus a bit harder for most people, I'm zeroing in on that for this lesson. The biggest problem about being heard online that you generally don't have in person is that if your audio is only mediocre, you're not going to know. We have not yet, as far as I can tell, reached a cultural norm in most places where people say something to you if your audio online isn't great. It seems that the standard for this right now, at least in this moment, is as long as I can hear what you're saying, that's good enough. Now, it may be that that's good enough for chatting with someone one-on-one on Zoom or for the five-minute daily stand-up meeting you have with your team or if you're just attending a presentation, but I don't think it's good enough if there's a high-value, high-visibility presentation that you're doing, like we've been talking about in this course. You do not want to have your customer or CEO or your workshop attendees straining to hear you for however long your presentation is. And here's the thing. Since we don't yet seem to have a cultural norm around this yet, at least not as far as I can tell, most people won't even be conscious of the reason your presentation didn't connect with them. They might offer other things to you, but I've rarely seen people say after an online presentation that the audio quality wasn't good, because most of us don't think about this consciously enough to realize how much work we're doing to overcome poor audio quality. So I have three recommendations for you to start with, and then let's look at some of the technology. First, test your own sound to see how you sound to your audience. Most of the video conferencing platforms either have an option to test your mic in the settings, 
and play it back to yourself, or they have the option to record yourself and then listen back to it later. If you've never done either of those things, I'd recommend that strongly before a big presentation. And I wouldn't rely on someone else to tell you if the sound is good enough. Most people, in my experience, have a pretty low bar for sound quality, and as long as they can hear what you're saying, they're likely to say it sounds fine. I'd actually listen to a recording of yourself so you can decide if the quality is good. The second of these three recommendations is on Zoom, and I know several of the other apps do this as well. There's an option inside the settings to automatically adjust your microphone volume for the software to do that automatically. Usually you can turn it on and off. It's interesting to me how often people have this turned off. I guess it must be the default on some of the apps. Unless you have some kind of fancy audio setup or some other compelling reason for this to be disabled, I'd recommend you turn it on. It will make you louder if you're too quiet, and it will also correct a mic that has a signal that's too loud. Better for your audience either way. And again, it's not about you, right? It's about the audience. And then the third of these three recommendations is to make sure your microphone and speaker settings are set on your app to match whatever microphone or speaker or headset you're actually using. Now, before you roll your eyes and say, well, that's obvious, most of the time it actually isn't, at least not to you. Every single week, sometimes even on interviews with best-selling authors, I run into someone who's got the fancy headset or the full microphone and studio setup, but it sounds like they're talking in a wind tunnel. And I've learned to stop people and have them check their audio settings. And sure enough, nine times out of 10, the microphone is set to the internal mic in their laptop instead of the fancy headset they're using. And they have no idea because other people say, oh, we can hear you. So they don't think anything of it. And I've made this mistake before myself. Again, not a huge deal for a one-on-one chat, but it's not the experience you want if you're doing a high-visibility presentation. So this begs a bigger question. What kind of microphone should I use? Here's, first of all, what I would not use. Don't use internal mics on computers and especially not on laptops. They're fine for informal stuff, but a lot of laptop mics are really mediocre quality. Fine for casual chat, but not ideal for high visibility presentations. Since the pandemic, some of the computer makers have started making laptops with better mics, but even those are not as good as a mic that's going to be close to your face. And if you tend to type because you're taking notes during a meeting or advancing slides like I am, a laptop mic is going to pick up your typing pretty loudly and it's going to broadcast it into the ears of everyone else. If it's unavoidable to use an internal mic in a laptop, at least use some wired headphones with it. That will reduce the echoing and help you to be heard better. The video conferencing services are getting better about filtering out echoing more and more as time goes on, but I still run into echoing issues every week in meetings with other people who aren't using headphones. So I'd certainly never rely on the software to correct that especially during a high-visibility presentation. The other kind of device I generally recommend people avoid for high-visibility stuff are wireless devices and AirPods. Not a big deal for one-on-one meetings, but not the stuff you want to be messing with for 
high visibility presentations. And no, I don't think AirPods are a great idea for a high visibility presentation. Look, I love my AirPods like everyone else, but they're really designed as listening devices and they're useful for phone calls and one-on-one conversations. But since the microphone is so far from your mouth, the physics of it just don't allow for audio quality that's as good as a headset or an external mic. Here's an example of what it sounds like with AirPods on Zoom. I've actually switched over into Zoom to record the segment so you know what it sounds like to other people when you're using AirPods. As you can tell, it sounds like you're on a phone line, which is fine if you are on a phone line or if you're just on a one-on-one chat or casual conversation. But I don't think it's an ideal experience to listen to this quality of microphone for a professional presentation that's more than just a few minutes. You wouldn't want to listen to this podcast if this was the audio quality I aired with. You can do better with one change. Back on my podcast, Mike here. What I recommend for most people is a good, solid, wired headset. I think my Jabra Evolve 30 headset is great, but there's lots of other ones out there that are equally good. Even a mediocre headset is almost always better than the best built-in laptop microphone or even something like AirPods because the mic is right in front of your mouth, which is key. So here's how it sounds with my headset on Zoom. I'm back here in Zoom on my Jabra Evolve 30 headset that's probably three or four years old. Because the mic is right in front of my mouth and because it's wired, the signal is a lot clearer. It's, of course, not as good as my podcast mic, but it's an improvement over the AirPods. And just for comparison, here's the AirPods again. Think about having your audience listen to this audio quality for 30 minutes. And here's the Jabra headset again, both recording through Zoom so you know what it sounds like in the real world. The headset is the better audio option of the two. Now, I know some people don't like headsets. The most common complaints I hear are that headsets mess up their hair. And the other complaint I hear is that people don't want to look like they work in a call center. I get both of those complaints. And full disclosure, I basically don't have any hair. (laughs) So I can't relate to that issue. Uh, But I get it if that's an obstacle for you. And in that case, getting an external mic may be the better option. So I'll say more about that in a moment. On the second complaint, not wanting it to look like you work in a call center, it may be the case that there's that perception in your organization or industry. But I see so many people in all kinds of industries using headsets now. Executives, folks in nonprofits, folks in education. I think the pandemic has really reset the optics on that. Again, may not be true where you are, but I'm personally more than happy to make the trade-off when I'm not in front of my professional mic if it means that my audience gets better audio from me. The other perk of a headset is that headsets almost never pick up typing, dogs barking, children, or anything else that might be making noise in your environment. Plus, they travel well, whereas that's really hard to do with a desktop mic. Those reasons alone for me are a huge benefit over any other kind of microphone, including this fancy one I'm talking into, which is why I think that a wired headset is an ideal option for most people. If you've decided that a headset isn't ideal for you, your other best option for a high-visibility presentation is to have an external microphone, one that you can plug directly into your computer via USB and then place on the desk in front of you. I don't think that's necessary for most people, but if you're going to give a high visibility presentation and a headset's not going to work, it's a great option. 
When I started the podcast in 2011, a good external microphone was pretty expensive. The good news is that today, both for external mics and headsets, there's lots of great options that are really affordable for most people in our audience. Here's an example of how one sounds. I've snagged Bonnie's Blue Yeti USB microphone. Blue is actually the name of the brand, and it connects via USB into virtually any computer. And as you can tell, the sound quality is really good. It's not right in front of my mouth because it's a dedicated external microphone, so it doesn't have to be. It's actually on the desk right in front of me. Still not as good as my podcast mic, but if you used a mic like this, it will give you good audio quality. Mics like this run about $100 US, so it's more expensive than a headset, but it's not a ridiculous investment either if you do a lot online. Just keep in mind that while the audio quality of this might be slightly better than the headset, you're also going to get the typing sounds, dog barks, other people in the background that a wired headset often doesn't pick up. So while it's slightly better than the headset, I actually still prefer a headset because in real world use, I don't have to worry about all that background stuff. So there you go. I recorded all of these in the same place, all on Zoom, so you can hear what it sounds like to your audience. If you're curious, by the way, I'm speaking right now on a Heil PR40 mic that's a step above an external USB microphone, and it requires an audio interface, audio cables, and some other equipment. For most people, that level of complexity outweighs the additional benefit. And it also covers my face on video, so I don't even use it for video conferencing. If you really need something of this quality, I'd recommend getting into a studio or talk with an AV person who can help with a much more advanced setup. I'll link to several of the resources in the notes for good recommendations on both headsets and external microphones. If you're giving high visibility presentations, one of those options will be an excellent starting point to make sure that you're heard. For most professionals, a wired headset or an external mic is going to work super well. A little bit of effort by you to make sure that people can hear you well online can make all the difference on engaging your audience with what you're saying. You know where else I like to ensure that people are heard? Inside our academy cohorts. Because we're a small cohort of six to seven leaders that work together for an entire year, we get to know each other really well and engage every leader extensively in forward movement that's meaningful for each person. Applications are open to the Academy now, and you can discover more and apply by Friday, September 10th. Coachingforleaders.com slash Academy is where to go for that. And if you want access to the course permanently, go to coachingforleaders.com and set up your free membership. In the fifth and final lesson coming up, how to handle pushback from an audience.